Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fifth episode of Ramblings from Nowhere. I'm Jason Hall, and joining me once again this week is my co-host, Clay Dotson. Hello! It's technically my fourth episode since uh, Derek's the first episode. That's true. So this is That's my true. fourth episode. But technically, so every time five. you have to let everybody know that it's your fifth, but my fourth. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll let you do that, and I'll handle the actual episode count. We'll keep a running count. Negotiations. We'll keep a running count contract. of total episodes and then clay episodes. How's that sound? That works. <laughs> Indeed. So Indeed. hey, listen, okay. real quick, first up. I have to apologize and make a retraction. Last week I said that Mortal Kombat two did not contain blood on Super NES. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. I admit it. I apologize. I'm sorry. I didn't realize it would cause as much of a uproar with some of our listeners, Clay Dotson. But you know, <laughs> well, I have something to add to retraction confession as well, and that is I was incorrect about the Rochester Gemstones runtime. The first episode was an hour, and then the other episodes vary from like thirty minutes to thirty-seven minutes to maybe even forty minutes. I don't know, but that was brought up by Josh. So, well, listen, from now on. We'll just we'll just put a corrections at the end, and then you know you guys can just correct us, and that way. But actually, you know, I mean, there's not going to be any more problems, so there won't be any more corrections. We're good. Yeah. Right. So, mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Clay, what's been happening this yeah. week, man? Uh, man, just work. You know, nothing crazy or anything like that. I've been playing a lot of Gears, even though it's still buggy as all get out. Yeah, so well, we'll talk. Out. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, I need an X Men update again. I haven't read, but just let me know how good <laughs> yeah. it was. You still haven't read uh, House of X number four? I'm behind, man. I haven't been to couple, uh, so you know. Man, it okay. So this is Powers of X. Uh, I think number five. Five sounds right, I believe. Uh, it was good. Um, it, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but uh, they finally bring in somebody that's been hinted about, uh, you know, with sinister ambitions. Hint, hint. Yeah, it's already that part's been given away because you know you can't go to a website uh, to do with comic books and not see that yeah. he's back. So, uh, well, let's just say I think Hickman has a very interesting way of looking at uh, Mister Sinister. He's always been uh, low key one of my favorite villains. Besides, like, well, Magneto. The first time he caught my eye was in Inferno, the Inferno of miniseries, or not miniseries, but uh, series. Uh, I think that's the first time I remember him really catching my eye during that whole X-Men Inferno thing. So, and since then... Didn't he make, uh, was it Madeline Pryor? That was the clone of Jean Grey, right? Yes, if I remember right, he did. I'm sure somebody will correct us, but that's okay. That's that's what she they're got there for. Involved but, with demons and all that stuff, and yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that was a that's really good thought. series, by the way. The or, um, I liked it a lot. I actually go back and read it quite a bit. Speaking of which, um, I said last week I had uh, started to watch, or not watch, but read the Dark Phoenix saga again. And I sat down and started reading a little bit of it last night before I started playing Gears of War. Or Gears, I'm sorry, it's not Gears of War, it's Gears. But anyway, man, I forgot how good that whole series, or I mean that whole run is. It's oh, so good. And uh, mm-hmm. 
Claremont and Byrne, I guess. John Byrne, is that is that what we're going with? I can't remember if Byrne did the art on. No, he did. Thing. I'm talking about pronunciation here. I thought it was John Byrne. I think so too. Um, but anyway, gosh, man, his art was so on back in the day. You know, I, as he got as it as he got older and more crumungy, I guess. You know, did you notice his art mm-hmm. just kind of went downhill? You remember when he did the uh, him and Claremont got back together and they hated each other and they did that Justice League run. Oh yeah. Uh, oh man, it just wasn't the same. But his art, man, he was on fire. Him and Claremont, that whole you know, not just the Dark Phoenix, but that whole run that they did together was just so good. Would you say that Chris Claremont peaked at the Dark Phoenix saga? I don't think so. Um, I, I, I mean, stuff that came after. I Dark think he was on his well. I mean, you had Days of Future Past. It was that before or after? Though? It was after. It was issues 141 and 142, if I remember right. I could be Those off one good. on either side. But, uh, I mean, you know, the dude was there for, gosh, how long? I can't remember now. But, I mean, you know, he was up through X-Men number one, you know, the biggest selling comic book of all time. So, of course, well, now... I had, like, the best artist probably of our time. Yeah, I was about to say, you had to put... You had to include Jim Lee in that. But, like, you know, that's one dude we never did get to meet anytime we went to a comic convention. I don't think he was at oh, any that we... No, uh, Claremont. Yeah. I don't think he was ever at any conventions we went to, was he? Uh, no. Uh, I want to say there was one, but he was only there for a day. And we, and went we weren't there. Day yeah. Off the um, so... Hey, by the way, did you see where they're bringing back? Um, you know, the Wizard has, uh, well, they've not been the same since probably when we went in Chicago. It was one of the last times it was an actual comic book convention. But, uh, you know, they left Nashville for good. We went, what, once? I went once and you went twice, right? I went twice, yeah. That's when Claire was pregnant. You couldn't go the second yeah, time. that's right. But, um, you know, it had become more of a... Uh, celebrity and it still is it's more of a celebrity uh top get together thing i mean well they're trying to i mean obviously they're trying to or uh well i mean they're just doing pretty much what they do in san diego yeah i mean it's geek culture so you're getting you know i mean it's always you know here's all the cast from firefly here's all the cast from buffy i know has been one of the big ones but anyway that's not the point i remember you remember in chicago all the comic books and everything they had you know, dealers and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And then in Nashville, that last time we went. Nashville was there? And that comic, what was that? Comic City? Does that sound right? No, it was the, the Great Escape, wasn't it? No. Well, they were there, but you're thinking of the guy that was from Murfreesboro that has been at every comic book convention I believe I've ever been to. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, back to the point. So we went to that. It looks like he it, sells porn magazines on the back of his band. Old probably. 1980s man. Probably. Sorry, go ahead, man. No, it's all right. I mean, I, I, I can't argue that. <laughs> he probably could, but we're not. I, I agree with you. But, uh, you know, when we went, there was not that many comic dealers there. You had some, you know, celebrities and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. But um, it's just not the same as what it used to be when you think of a comic book convention, which, well, San Diego, though, when you think about it, they still do have artist alley blah 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 all that stuff so anyway they're bringing back music city comic-con it's gonna be at the national fairgrounds 
Did you see where I I put that on the page a little while back? But it's been a while, so I think we should go take a look at it. I think no, we should go. It's Who's like, going to be there? Or what about the one in Knoxville too? Well, it's at Fanboy Expo, and my only problem with going to celebrity ones like that is they cost an arm and a leg. You know, if you just want to meet them and get it like an autograph or anything, it's like fifty bucks. So. I mean, we can meet some wrestlers, and you know me. I'm all about meeting some wrestlers, so. Meet the voice of Papa Smurf. But, it's like, well, yeah. why do I well, want to pay $100 year, to meet This year, it is, uh, they have, at Fanboy Expo, they have all of the uh, original voice cast from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, uh, all the turtles. <laughs> and Ariel from The Little Mermaid is there. I can't remember her name. I can't remember any of their names. But anyway. Oh, so, I think we should go. I think it's May 30th. Um, I think we should check it out. It's been a long time since we've been to a comic book convention. So we had a good time that one in Atlanta. Remember that one we went to in Murfreesboro that was like literally the, just two rooms. No, the, that's the one we went to, and we thought we were going to a comic book convention. It ended up being an anime convention. Convention <laughs> was it? I, I, thought, I literally thought it was, they were trying to sell comics too. They had so. comics, but it was heavy on anime and My Little Ponies. Remember. <laughs> It was I like remember it, being like in some kind of hotel room. It was like yeah. somebody rented two hotel rooms. It was like, here, yeah. start a convention. Was that was it just you and me? Or I, I think well, that's when I was dating Chastity, and Chastity like dropped us off like she was our yeah. mom. Which I don't blame her. I would I would drop us off too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be seen going into that place. <laughs> And that's not knocking anime. That's just knocking the uh, place we were at that day. It was kind of sketchy. So weird. God, it was weird. So, but anyway, we we went off course, but that's fine. Uh, anything else been happening with you? Uh, no, like I said, I've been playing a lot of Gears of War. Looking forward to Borderlands 3 this Friday. Um, Gears is so fun. The we'll, we'll go into the campaign. Is so we'll fun. Go into oh, it. sorry. We'll go into it. Uh uh, I see where you finally announced on or out loud on Instagram, big news. Um, you talking about the board games I got in this week? No, I was talking about the other stuff. I mean, you made it public, so I just didn't know. Oh yes, yes, that's right. My family is expanding to. We're going from a family of three to a family of five. So <laughs> they could be all girls too. It will be yes. Everybody's, like, everybody's always like, it's going to be a boy and a girl. And they're like, no, it's going to be two girls because that's just the way it is. Well, congratulations. Which everybody's like, are you sad? I'm like, no. Everybody, I had two people come up to me yesterday while we, I was Who at the. the uh, who's going to say that you're going to be sad just because you got. Well, okay. It's not sad. Just, you know, are you scared? Are you ready? But anyway, I had. Um, Two girls come up to me yesterday, two moms. We were at the uh, dance studio, Claire, or my wife's dance studio, and I was helping her, not with the dancing part, with the taking money from people part, although my dance moves have improved considerably since I met my wife. But anyway, they come up and they said, we heard the news, and I was like, yeah. They said, they looked at me and they said, so how old are you? And I was like, um, I'm, I said, I'm I'm 42 right now. I'm 42 right now, and I'll be 43 in November. And they were like, oh, my gosh, how are you going to do it? How are you going to take care of two babies at your age? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, wow. 
Like it's only 42. That's what amazes me is that people think, you know, an age defines how you should be. You know what I'm saying? You know, right. you hit 40 and you're done. I'm like, no, it's just another day. It's all good. Yeah, I hit said, 40. Might as well go ahead and put you in a casket. You yeah. Said. I've got my tombstone. I got my tombstone outside. I'm gonna start. I'm. I'm actually going to uh, engrave it myself. I'm carving my own <laughs> stuff on it. So, but anyway, so yeah, they were telling me that. Thank you. So, uh, let's see. Other than that news, There's I more uh, freaking guess we have to buy kids and stuff. Man, all my friends and their kids. Stop having kids, y'all. Dang. Well, just think about when you get to think about. It, we were like. You know, we got to have this. And they were like, wait a minute, we got to have two of these. You know, it's yeah. two, of, two of everything. It It is, it's scary, but it's exciting at the same time. So oh, you'll do fine. I'm not worried. You know, the only, the, 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 the probably the best part is, you know, I, my hair's already fell out more or less. This could perhaps <laughs> make the rest of it fall out. And then that way, I don't even have to worry about a bottle or anything. Exactly. exactly. So. But uh, let's see. Other than that, uh, I got two new board games in that I kickstarted. Uh, one of them I think you'll like. It's uh, Trogdor, the board game. Trogdor! And then the other is this game called sure. Parks, and it's based on uh, 45 national parks. It's pretty cool. I haven't – I literally just got one of them last night, another one I've had, but I haven't, I haven't had a chance to play either one of them yet, so – We'll see how it goes. I'm pretty excited. I miss Homestar Runner, man. Homestar Runner was such a great, great, great website. Well, it's still there. I mean, but it's still there. But I, I don't even know if they do anything. Somebody can tell us, but I'm not sure if they. My even... favorite always was Teen Girl Squad. Teen Girl Squad. I saw it today. I was. Uh, I was looking for something to put up when I was putting out the email thing on the page, and I was like, I'm gonna put Strong Bad on there. And they had a bunch of stuff with a teen girl squad on it too. So I just uh, want to thank Julius Peppercorn for putting pictures of Alan Tudyk up. And it wouldn't be an episode of the podcast without me mentioning at least Alan Tudyk once. Twice now. Twice, sorry. Okay, and no more for the rest of the night. Sorry. That's all I got right. out of my system. On top of that, I don't think uh, you know, including that because we always talk about him and Disney, but I believe we've uh, I think we're Disney free again this week, Clay, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's pretty cool. God. But uh, other I did than hear that, a rumor, very quickly though, to make it non-Disney, Fred did hear a rumor that they've okayed the uh, trailer, the new trailer for uh, the Rise of Skywalker. So I'm heard rumors that it's probably going to come out in October, probably during Monday Night Football, like the other two. Yeah, I'm sure and we'll I'm get sure it. Sure that they'll announce tickets and stuff like that. As well. Tickets. That's what I was about to say. So we got to be prepared for that. Uh, I'm trying to remember when it was they did it last year. You know, I think didn't we have a we didn't have a hard time getting tickets, but no, was that when they went on sale like super early in the morning, and I just happened to look online and picked them up for us, I think, I think. or something. I can't remember. So, are we going to try to do the marathon if they do a marathon? Hmm, I would like to. Um, I mean, you know, it's everyone that doesn't know me and Jason and Brandon and Josh are two other friends that we talked to a lot when uh, episode seven came out we went to a marathon which they did all the star wars movies in order and it was very tiresome but fun 
we had a good time with that one. Um, you know, like we, I think we said it before, you know, the first three are great to sleep through and that gets you primed up for the last six. Man, that's a lot of movies. Exactly. But, you know, that still wasn't as rough as that Avengers marathon that we oh, did God. did in Atlanta that time. I didn't think we were going to survive that trip back. That was a long trip. No, it was like we were drunk. We were so sleep deprived. It was just. No. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm up for it if everybody else wants to. Uh, you know, I mean, it's pretty monumental when you think about it. You're coming, go, you're coming to the end of, you know, the whole Skywalker saga. So, yeah. Um, plus, it's another chance for me, you know, whatever with the prequels, but a chance to get to watch the uh, originals in the theater is one I'll always take. So, we'll see what happens. I'm sure they'll do one. I mean, you know, as long as we don't have to drive to Atlanta or anything, I'm all about it. So, but um, other than that, I picked up a ticket to watch a special one not only showing of uh, Rob Zombie's Three from Hell, which is a sequel to The Devil's Rejects for next what? Monday night. Yep. What? Yep. I didn't no. know he was making a third one. Yep. And it's only being shown in theaters three nights only, I believe. I mean, they may do some more here and there, but anyway. It was, uh, uh, I got the Monday night one. So they got some little feature. They died at the end of uh, Devil's Rejects. That's what I was uh, talking. I think me and Derek had talked about it, and he's never watched it. Um, but I was telling him, you know, at the end of it, they all went down in a blaze of glory to Freebird. So I don't know, you know, exactly what's going to happen. I mean, the easy way around it is they all survive, you know, the 10 million bullets that got put through them. So, yeah. but, you know, he retconned a lot of the House of a Thousand Corpses when he did Devil's Rejects. I think Devil's Rejects is the superior of the two. Um, really? The whole, yeah. I really uh, like the insanity of it, of uh, House of a Thousand House Corpses. House of a Thousand, it's good, but I, I think um, my love of... Uh, 70s grindhouse movies and stuff and the and that's what that is it, you know it feels exactly like something like that um makes devil's rejects the one for me plus that soundtrack in there is just killer he did a great job he didn't do the soundtrack he you know he curated it but um it's uh i, I love that movie it's so good so i'm excited to see what this is going to be like uh, i know a lot of people don't like zombies movies um i'm hit or miss with them uh, for the most part, I like them, but there's a couple that just didn't do nothing for me. So yeah. we'll see. But uh, other than that, that's about it for me too. Um, you know, twins kind of throw your whole week for a a loop or announcing. We've known for a while, but we hadn't said anything to very many people. Of course, we told you and a couple other friends, but we made it Facebook official. So. When that happens, right, I mean, nothing's official unless it's Facebook official. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the only way. You know, I, when I die, I won't be dead until I, you know, I, I am obituary yeah. on Facebook. It's still alive. It's not Facebook so, official. But uh, anyway, uh, that's it for me too. So uh, let's roll into the news because we got a pretty good amount to talk about. It's kind of a slow news week. I didn't really, nothing really stood out to me. Like I said, there's a lot to talk about, but then it was a slow news week. <laughs> Which is well, when I say Which a is? lot, when I say a lot, I mean this whole Apple uh, 
launch thing, you know, the streaming service, uh, the shows on it, the arcade service, of course, those are new phones, which we ain't going to talk about the new phones because, you know, it's, it's an iPhone with another camera on it, more or less. They've done some other stuff. But anyway, um, all this is going to come from, this is per Hollywood reporter. I just wanted to pull it up and talk about it a little bit because it seems like every week we're talking about either a new service or something to do with a service because that's what life is now is just subscription services. And here's another one. Uh, theirs is going to be $5 a month. And it has, uh, gosh, it's got all kinds of content on it, but I think you and me were talking about it. Nothing that really stood out to either one of us that much. I mean, what there's a couple things in there. Have Reese Weatherspoon, Jenna Ranston, and Steve Carell in it, where they're doing mm-hmm. like a morning show. The morning show, that's the name of it. Um, they've got it. I might be is, interested in watching that. I think it'd be good, um, but I'm not going to go out of my way. I think they said if you purchase an Apple product, you get a year for free. So I've got a phone upgrade coming up. So, you know, I guess I'll get a year for free whenever I upgrade my phone. Man, they just wanted to burn money, pretty much. That's what it yeah. feels like. But, you know, uh, I did see a thing where when they announced their $5 monthly price point that both Disney and Netflix took a hit, or maybe Amazon, took a hit in the stocks from that. But that's to be expected. Disney's, I, I still think Disney's the better, but that's just because of my taste. So, but... Uh, I mean, I think Disney, yeah, I think it's the better value. I mean, especially program-wise. Well, you know, I mean, you bu- if you bundle and you do Hulu Plus, or I mean, just Hulu and ESPN with that, and that's, I mean, twelve ninety nine for all three services. Yeah, I won't use ESPN that much, but still, that's some good stuff. So, but let's see, let's go through here just real quick. I'll go through some of the shows that they're going to have on here. I, I'm not going to hit them all because I don't want to. Um, they've got amazing stories which is a Steven Spielberg. It's based on an old Steven Spielberg TV show. Actually, I remember watching it when I was a kid. Oh, those shows are so, that show was so good, man. Yeah, it was. Um, so, you know, that would be interesting. That's one of the few. Um, there's Calls, Central Park. I don't, I, honestly, Central Park is from the, uh, it's animated and it's from the guy who created uh, Bob's Burger, Burgers, uh, Lauren Bouchard. So I've never watched Bob's Burgers, but everybody loves it. Oh, dude, Bob's Burgers is so good. Such a good show. Um, Dickinson, Dickinson, I can't talk. <laughs> Dixon, Dixonson. Dixon, Tennessee. Movie about, uh, show about dicks and stuff. Dick, <laughs> Dick, Dickinson. Uh, it's got Haley Steinfeld. Stein, Steinfeld. I can't talk tonight because I don't care about any of this. I guess. Haley, Haley, <laughs> but you got that now. This uh, for all mankind. It's from Ron Moore, who did the the Battlestar Galactica reboot, which I love. Uh, it looks pretty good. Uh, it's about a NASA astronaut that uh, oh, space race never ended. That's right. So it's you know that it never stopped. So it could be good. Uh, Foundation uh, based on Asimov's book. Um, let's see. Don't care about little voice. Leslie Story. 
the morning show we talked about. I'm looking for the one, uh, let's see, Mythic Quest uh, from Rob McElhaney and Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny. Oh, gosh. So, oh, yes, I remember this could be good. This will be up our alley. It's uh, described as a cutting-edge comedy set in a video game development studio. I remember reading about that one. So I'm starting to see more of these actually like. Uh, And then C is the one that's set 600 years in the future and has Jason Loma in it that's getting a lot of uh, good buzz. And then they've got M. Night Shyamalan drama, so it's going to have some kind of twist in it. Ten episodes. And that's about There's an untitled Brie Larson CIA drama. Uh, So there's that. And then there's something from Oprah Oprah Winfrey. So (laughs) you can see how high I am on it. You can see how high I am on it. So, you know. Uh Um, Uh Sesame Street or Sesame Workshop is going to be doing stuff. Peanuts is going to have Peanuts stuff. Uh, Justin Lin of Fast and Furious fame. Need more Charlie Brown stuff. It's going to be doing something. I don't know. Uh, and that looks like about it to me. They've got some other stuff down the road. Uh, some movies will be coming out, but that's it. That's all I see that caught my eye. And I wanted to assume that you will not be jumping on this bandwagon. I mean, if reviews start coming out about, you know, good, I mean, I'm all about. Good TV, whatever. But I just don't. I just don't understand why Apple's just burning money. They want to be everything. They want to be your everything. Like, gosh. Ugh. Well, you know, everybody wants to get on this uh, subscription service money. Yeah. I mean, it's so big now. You know, like I said the other day or the other week, you're going to end up paying as much as you did for cable when you cut that cord by the time you're done, if you sign up for everything. So it's just not hardly worth it for me. I'm, I mean, there, yeah, there's some shows in there I'd really like to watch, but so we'll see. Like I said, if I get a new iPhone, I've got an upgrade coming up. Um, I'm, you know, I'll gladly use that one year free subscription that they give you to at least try to see some of these shows. And I'm sure that if it's like um, YouTube, you know, like with their Karate Kid uh, original series, they just released the uh, first season for free on YouTube, finally. Uh, And I bet down the road, Apple will end up doing that as well. Something to that effect. Mm. Especially if they're not getting the, the subscribers that they would like to. So but there's that. Uh, next up, we've got um, their arcade game subscription service. Um, did you say anything about this? I just kind of looked over it. I, I glanced over it. I usually pay attention to a lot of their uh, conferences, uh, press conferences, stuff like that. But uh, This is the first time. Yeah. I didn't care. I yeah, care. I was the same way. I, normally, I'm pretty interested to see what they're going to say. But this time, I was just like, eh, you know. The iPhone's just going to have a minor upgrade, and then they'll have this stuff. But it's, uh, let's see, it's going to be released on September 19th, and it'll be $5 as well. It allows up to six members to access, so that's pretty cool. 
you get you get a one you get a one month free trial. Um, games included, I haven't seen too many. Uh, they got some pretty big names lined up to make games though, and now these aren't Apple games exclusive though. You will be able to play them in other places. Uh, I mean, some of them will be, but you've got Konami, Sega, Disney, Lego, Skybound, um, all throwing their throwing games out there. I know one of the first ones is going to be a new Frogger game. Oh, 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 Sonic the Hedgehog. I knew, not a new, but for the one billionth time, you can play Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, You know, the cool thing is, though, they're finally letting you uh, uh, use your Xbox and I think PlayStation controllers both are going to be compatible with their stuff. So, that's pretty neat. That's but, still unlock Apple. Usually Apple's yeah. all about use our stuff. Ooh. Use our stuff only. It looks um am I reading this right? Version. Uh, well, I thought they were gonna have that Tetris ninety nine on there. But it doesn't really say. I've heard good stuff about that one. Um, but you know, I, I think it's neat what they're doing. Uh you know, you can play any of the games that are in there five bucks a month, which isn't bad. I mean, where are we playing, paying for uh, Game Pass? Is it like Ultimate's, what, fourteen ninety nine? once you get past Well, all? I mean, if you were smart and did the deal, you well, only paid a buck. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying base, though. It's like fourteen ninety nine, isn't it, for Ultimate, and then I think nine ninety nine if you're just doing the, the standard right. um, Game Pass. You know, it's the same deal. I mean, we can go on the hub page and download any game we want for however it will until it leaves, which if I'm not mistaken, stuff does not leave that often. I did see where some stuff was getting ready to leave game pass, but you know, it's smart what they're doing and that price points right for, um, for mobile. And you don't have to worry about having to pay, you know, $1 to uh, speed up whatever it is you're doing, you know, speed up your building time and all that stuff and those kinds of games, which I don't like. But I meant to mention this uh, on mobile games. So, you know, this is completely different from Apple. This is going off subject, but you know how much I love uh, Hearthstone, right? Right. Last night, I deleted it off my phone and I will not play it again. I'm going cold oh, turkey. I was so mad. I was mad like I was like like throw controllers mad, you know, back in the day. You know, like that time when you threw the controller out your apartment door window um over at that one apartment. You know, that's how mad I was. I've never been so mad at a game in my life. Wait a minute, did you say you or me throw it? I didn't throw a controller. You threw a controller out your window once, yes. Or maybe it's out your front door. And I've broken oh, my God. back in the day. I've broken my fair share of uh, Nintendo or NES and uh, Genesis controllers, and I don't know if I ever broke any PlayStation controllers. I know I come close on a couple of games, but I don't think I ever did. But man, I was. I've, it's been building for a long time. My disdain for that game that I used to love and would play religiously but like last night was the final straw I've never been so mad 
I, I, ugh, I'm still mad about they it. They took your germ. They took your germ. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I've, I've never been so mad at the game. And I and I was like, that's it. I'm done. I deleted it off my phone. And I haven't looked at it since. And now I just got to delete it off every other device that I own because every time I turn something on, the Blizzard uh, at launcher pops up. Oh my gosh! But I'm not gonna play it again, dude. I'm done. I've never been so mad at the game. I remember the time that Jason and Hearthstone broke up. It was a sad and lonely affair. Dude, I've I've played that game nonstop for I mean since it come out, and I've you know pumped money into it and everything, and I've always loved the mechanics of what they done and stuff. But it got so it got to the point last night that it was so cheap that I just I, I was like I'm done. I cannot I can't do this anymore. I was like no, so. They finally, they finally angered me enough that I deleted it. I've looked at it once or twice, but then I didn't. So, but anyway, let's get back into the news. Sorry, I, I meant to bring that up earlier, and I just forgot because I guess we were talking about the twins. So, anyway, moving on from there, um, I popped this in. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but I'm sure you heard about it. Uh, GameStop to close 200 underperforming stores worldwide. So again, I I hate to hear people losing their jobs like that. I do too. But for real, screw. If you you know, GameStop. if you work at GameStop and you didn't see this coming a long time ago, that's on you. It really is because if you've not seen the way that industry's going, and with digital, I mean, you know, it's the same thing as you know, video stores. It's the exact same thing. So uh, everything's digital. But they are trying to pivot, they said, into a um, like a boutique, right? For a boutique where you can do live events and esport events. So I don't think it'll happen. I mean, I just I, noticed that they're starting to sell more trinkets, you know, random I, action figures, whatever. I haven't been in a GameStop in two years, probably, if not more. I'm trying to remember, maybe even three years by now. So. But uh, well, yeah, it's just like Blockbuster, you know. They they thought you know they're gonna be fine. <laughs> Rest in peace. Now they're still like, what's a Blockbuster. There's still one, I think. If I remember right, there's still one in Blockbuster. Alaska? No, I, I want to say Michigan or somewhere like that. Some well, random place. The one in Michigan. I think the one in Alaska makes sense because well, I don't really think they have a lot of well, I guess really good internet connection. I thought it was Alaska. Could be wrong. You may be right. It's been a it's been a long time. Uh, let's see. World's last blockbuster has no plans to close. This is from March sixth. So, where's it? Where's it located? It is in. Aust- we were both wrong. It's in Australia. What? <laughs> Whoa! The one in Bend, Oregon. Well, uh, blockbuster. You call that a blockbuster? I will not Let's see. invoke the power of Crocodile Dundee ever again. That's crazy. That's what's keeping it alive. I mean, that's the only way you can get Crocodile Dundee. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, if you need to, your Crocodile Dundee fix, that's where it's at. Knife? You call that a knife? <laughs> Paul Hogan, is he still alive? Yes. I think, well, yeah. let's not go down that road. Let's just not even... We'll save that for another podcast. Oh, I can't wait. For never that mind. Hold on. Hold on. 
the the headline is misleading. So let's see. It says here um, there are only two blockbuster stores left in the world. Very soon there will only be one. The second to last blockbuster, a squat blue and yellow slab wedged next to a real estate agency in Western Australia will stop renting videos on Thursday and shut down for good at the end of the month. Two, two stores in Alaska, part of the final group of blockbuster outlets in the United States, closed in July. That will make the blockbuster in Bend, Oregon, one of a kind. So the last in, in Oregon, and so if it's still standing, this was from March. So I don't know if it's still there or not, but that could be road trip. We may have to make a road trip to see the last blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Everybody who's wondering about Blockbuster, we're here for you. I did not think we'd ever talk about Blockbuster. When I woke up this morning, I wasn't like, geez, I'm going to fucking talk about Blockbuster. Well, I didn't either. I, you know, I mean, but we're, we're going places. I mean, we just, we're just, you know. <laughs> so anyway, on that note, let's get to one of the things we're going to talk about, uh, Gears 5. We mm-hmm. both played it. I think you played uh, you played campaign. I have not played campaign. There's four acts. I'm uh, on act three. Um, it's, the story is so much better than part four, and it's starting to answer questions from the original trilogy. I've just been very disappointed with, uh, with the bugs. It's a very bugged game. Uh, I've had to replay some I, this boss battle took about maybe 45 minutes to beat, and I'm playing probably on the second. Well, it's, it's, I'm on the good. It's the second to hardest game, or the second to hardest level. Um, so I was just trying to enjoy it, but man, uh, I thought it saved my my progress, and I got up the next day, and it was like, nope. I was like, wow. Several times I've had to restart uh, the actual game itself. It'll just get froze up, or a button will not work. Um, I had to leave a match today when I was playing because it just uh, it, it bugged out. I wasn't able to fire with my right trigger. Um, I mean, um, so on the campaign side, again, I haven't played. I heard, no, it's open world this time. Parts of it are. Yes, parts, yeah. Um, I heard the open world that, okay, we both agree that the game is beautiful. Uh, it's probably one of the best looking Xbox games I've seen. Or 4K, yeah. 60 frames per second. HDR, whole nine yards. Um, and I just have 1080p TV. I'm still old school, but um, it looks, I mean, you know, it still looks just beautiful. But I heard that the open world stuff was kind of dull. Again, I don't know. I haven't played it. I was glad to see that they brought back I didn't realize they brought back three player multiplayer for campaign. Well, they let you play as Jack, the robot. Oh, is that your third one? Yeah. So at first it's just you and J D and uh what's his name? Dell and then after that mm-hmm. it's Kat or Katie. Gotcha. Um So I so far so good right now. The story's really good. The open world stuff is not too it's different. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. And you do collect stuff to upgrade Jack the robot. Mm-hmm. So you definitely want to do some exploring. But I do see where it kind of gets a little bit eh. 
but it hasn't really detracted from the actual game, like the fun I'm having. Right. Well, I might try it, but I, I never could finish four, and I loved Gears 1 through 3 campaign. That was We had some good oh, times four. with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And but four was just so boring. I couldn't get into it. Yeah. We made it. I don't think we made it two acts, or I don't even know if we made it through the first act. Honestly, when I think back to it, but um, that's not what we're here for. We're here for multiplayer, and I will probably only play multiplayer because that's all I did on the other one, more or less. Um, I don't Man. know if I'm big into the competitive multiplayer. I, no, I, no. I, when I, I really say like when I say multiplayer, I mean horde. That's really that's yeah. what I'm there for. Um, Did you try the play, escape mode yet? That was pretty fun. We played escape last night, and I didn't. I did not enjoy it. I don't know if it's where we didn't know what we were doing, or we had a we had a our third player was a random, just a random person. So you know, Josh and I were just wandering around like what's going on we finally got our bearings and started to get the feel for it but man the respawns like it responded so far back from where we had made it to that we both just quit out because we got too mad but uh i think the concept's neat i think i'd i'd like to try playing it like you me and josh you know what i'm saying something like that um and see what it's like. You know, it's just like playing Horde. When you have a random person, when you're playing with randoms on your team that you're not used to playing with, it makes for a completely different game than what you're used to playing. Like, we played we played that last night, and we played Horde, which, man, I was kind of iffy at first. When, we, when I dove back in that first night we played, it was the first time I played Horde in forever. You know, whenever we dropped off on gears four was the last time i played it so yeah but i took it took a minute to get used to the controls again but um i i attribute that more to playing so much of the division two that you know you get the you get that muscle reflex in your hands for how you're you know you played the same game so much you just know what you're trying to do so i kept trying to pop i would try to reload and i'd pop my special every time or i mean switch weapons and i'd be popping my special instead of you know and so it's kind of frustrating the first night that and all the bugs you know the server meltdown that they were having was pretty frustrating too it's pretty sad it's a triple a game you know it's a triple a series but you know you know the sad thing is but here's the sad thing about that we're used to it it's not even a surprise anymore it doesn't matter what the game is anymore um, you can almost guarantee. Now we've seen a couple that didn't have server meltdown, but like it's not even a surprise. I don't even get frustrated anymore. I was a little frustrated. I was more frustrated when we finished that. Let's see. Did did you play the? No, you went with us when we did that full. Uh, we did a full fifty on Horde. It was me and Josh. Yeah, I was for that one now. It was me and Josh and Brandon and Jesse, I think, and then one random. Yeah, and we did a full 50 and finished it. And as soon as it went to the uh, reward screen, uh, it locked up. Locked up, didn't get any XP, any of my rewards. And I was like, okay, maybe tomorrow when I log back in, it'll, you know, that'll pop them then. Because they said they'd been doing that and nothing. So that, that was a whole run that was wasted in there. I was just like, you got to be kidding me. 
A lot of people on Reddit, on the game, uh, the Gears of War Reddit, are not fans of the progression system. Like, they're mad because there's not enough, you know, character skins available, stuff that you unlock. Uh, it's pretty dumb. Like, the, the blood splatters. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's, that's, that's dumb. That's neither here nor there to me. I mean, it's neat getting that stuff, but, like, I'm just there to play Horde. And I think the – I like what they've done with uh, putting each person into a class and giving yeah. them their, their own cards instead of, you know, having that pool of cards like they had in four. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like that either, though. They want to go back just to, you know, we want to play who we want to play as. We yeah. want to choose whatever ability we want to choose as. I do like how they've changed it up, though. It's a lot different, and it, it forces people to actually have to play the particular part. Mm-hmm. Which you still don't. We played last night, and it was uh, me and Josh and one random guy and two computers, so you can imagine what it's like. We were only playing intermediate, but, like, you know, we both go down, and no, never mind, cancel that. We quit that one because it got too late because it's taking too long with the computer ones. But we played one before that. It was me and him and two randoms and or three random guys. So me and Josh both get downed and killed. Nobody comes to help us. Nobody does anything but fight. And then we, end, long story short, we end up losing that round. And so all that you know, that's it. You're done. Yeah. So if, if the team gets wiped, that's it for the whole thing. Which, right, I do want to tell you, I did that. I, I played Escape with some randoms, and I guess I got somebody that was really good at it because the first time I played it, we escaped. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I played it with a bunch of other people that didn't know, you know, what the hell they were doing, um, yeah, I was like, just I just kept running, and they, you know, they kept fighting, which is not what you want to do because you know you're trying. Pretty much the the premise of Escape is, uh, you start in this nest with all these monsters, and you you set off this gas timer and you have to get out of there. You have to find the chopper. Isn't it called the Venomizer, I think, is the name of right. it or something like that? <laughs> something ridiculous. But, you know, the whole gist is you're having to run through, and it, you know, you don't have any weapons, so you're just trying to find whatever weapons you can. Uh, ammo is real scarce. Uh, and you're just constantly on the go, but a lot of people don't realize that they're still, they're trying to fight through it. And the thing is you get better points the quicker you finish. And so it's a lot of it's just run and gun. Uh, choosing when you know to fight, and, you know when to continue on. But um, it's—I was actually digging it. I thought it was pretty fun. Well, but, like I said, I'd like to try it again with uh, figuring you know, out what you're doing. Yeah, and it's anything like that. It's always better when you're playing with your friends, and you know yeah. our friends are all idiots, so we work real good together. Um, but overall. I'm pretty pleased so far. I mean, I'm not going to put a score on it or anything like that. But, uh, I mean, if you like Gears, to me, you're getting more of the same with some nice upgrades to the whole package. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, they did say, I haven't touched it yet either, but they said that that arcade versus mode, have you tried it? I have. I heard it was fun. And it's, you know different from just normal versus because normal versus is just shotguns and blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to do that anymore. I'd say I'd put it up there. I mean, well, I, you know, I still need to play more of it before to really make a, a decision on where to put it amongst all the other games. Obviously last place is uh, gears of war judgment. That was a garbage game. It was garbage, uh, but man, we put a lot of hours into that thing. If you remember, remember that, probably, uh, what was that cheat yeah. we did? 
where you could set the enemies on like easy and then you could just have your character set back and let the computer characters go out and just kill everybody and just keep it rolling. You remember what I'm talking about? I can't remember that. No. Um, yeah, but that's, but that's the like bottom that mode. that mode was pretty fun, though, where you took turns, you know, attacking as the locust. I did love beast mode in Gears of War 3. I wish you that's could. That's what I wish, yeah. I wish. I wish the unlocks were like that, like Gears of War 3, where you had to do stuff in the campaign. Like now in the campaign, it doesn't keep track of anything that you do. I was like, okay. I miss that beast mode that you were just in talking about. Me and Josh were talking about last night, and we had some good times with that. Oh, man, I could wreck somebody with a rat. Yeah. You know, the weakest character. Yeah. But it had just a really good moveset. But uh, I would put Gears of War 5 probably right now, even though I said I can't. I mean, I need more time. Right now, I have a feeling it, it's Gears of War 2, Gears of War 3, and then I'd put Gears of War 5 there. And then the yeah, I can go with that. I, I think I put Gears of War 2 at the top. Um Mainly for Horde, because, man, when we got into that, that was hours upon hours wasted. Yep. Just, and and that's what it is every time, though, when you think about it. Uh, each one of these games, we just I, – I dive right into the Horde. That's all I look forward to. And then I'll, you know, slowly try some of the other stuff. I honestly don't know if I'll even play the campaign. I was thinking about this the other day, and I meant to ask uh, – I was going to bring it up here. You know, Call of Duty – uh, the newest one with Black Ops 4. Is that right? Yeah. With the Battle no, Royale in it. This is going to be Modern Warfare. No, 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 no. Uh, the one that came out last year with the oh, Battle yeah, that Royale. That was uh, right. Black Ops 4. Right. So you know how they, it was only on PC, but they separated that out to where you could just purchase the Battle Royale part of it. Um, I would, if, if Gears, if, if Microsoft was to do that with Gears, I would jump on that in a heartbeat if I could just pay for the horde part of it or even just the, you know, even just the whole multiplayer package itself at a discounted rate. Um, that would be, that would be pretty cool of them in my opinion in the first place. And secondly, I would jump on that in a heartbeat. I always wish you guys had gotten into uh, Call of Duty Zombies on Black Ops. That's what you guys like. I tried and I tried and I never could. Just never could get into. I don't know if it's something with Call of Duty or what, but uh, never have been able to. So I think uh, I think so far we're both pretty pleased with this one with yeah. Gears Five. Um, I put it out on the Facebook page. Uh, if anybody plays Xbox and wants to uh, play with a bunch of uh, full-on idiots and have a good time. Leave us a uh, send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> no, basically, so obsessed with emails. Always send me messages. Like, man, what are you gonna uh, email? Well, listen, I got some su- email? I'm not gonna say anything other than I've got some surprises this week. But uh, if anybody wants to play, uh, leave us a message on the Facebook page. I think you you can you can leave a comment on that post that I put, or you can just uh, send one of us a message. And we'll uh, get you in. You can play some gears with us. We have a good time. It it gets pretty silly a lot of the time when we're playing. So uh, with that, Clay, let's uh, let's move on into our main event for this week. And last night, this just hit me last night. I told you I watched uh, X Men Dark Phoenix, which you've not I'm so seen. Sorry, right? I'm so you've sorry. not seen. 
I've not seen it. So, and you know, I think every week uh, for five weeks now, we have talked about the X-Men a lot, comic book wise. We've not really touched on the movies, but uh, we couldn't, we were going back and forth on what we'd like to do this week. And I said, let's do do a little X-Men retrospective because I guess we are going to talk about Disney a little bit because, you know, Disney bought Fox. So X-Men's coming home and we're going to see something new we we know we will and i was like let's go back and talk because we're both huge x-men fans fans as everybody knows and x-men when we started working at the theater was the first movie i watched as a uh, employee of the theater the first x-men and i think was had there been another there had had there been another comic book movie that hit like x-men did at the time do you remember? Next one came out before Spider-Man, correct? Yes. Yeah. X-Men started really, and now somebody can correct this as always, but I, it came out in 2000, so. Well, Blade had already been a proper. Blade, well. yes, yeah, you got Blade. Yeah, because Blade was like 98, the first one, if I'm, I remember yep. right. Daywalker. So, okay, I'll give Blade credit. It's really starting that ball rolling. And but like X Men come along and uh, it blew. I remember it just blew my expectations out of the water when I saw it. That the first one was just like it was so good. Uh, you know, you want to go back and watch it, and it's not. It's not so good. Bad. It's not so good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, at the time, I mean, you know, you waited your whole life if you've been like us and you've read comic books. And specifically the X Men. Oh you yeah, you'd read magazines about how X-Men, you know, especially X Men and Spider Man were in developmental hell. Oh you know, man, someone was yeah. There's always especially, someone trying to you know write a script. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada. Especially Spider Man. You know, Spider Man mm-hmm. was like you know that whole Sony and who's got the rights and James Cameron was attached attached to it at one time and so on and so forth. But anyway, so when X Men dropped, it blew my mind. Uh, at the time, I had never, you know, I, I, if you'd asked me at the time, there were, I would have told you there'd be nothing that could top X-Men. Um, and then X2 come along, and it topped it. It was in oh. 2003. And I still think, I'm looking through here. Um, so just real quick, you had X-Men, you had X2, X-Men The Last Stand, X-Men Wolverine Origins, X-Men First Class, The Wolverine, X-Men, Days of Future Past. Uh, they've got Deadpool in here, but I'm not going to include that in what we're talking about. Um, well, technically it's the X-Men universe. Technically. So you had Deadpool, you had X-Men Apocalypse, Logan, uh, Deadpool 2, and Dark Phoenix. I don't think I'm skipping any. I don't think it looks like it's all of them. Well, right there, but, I can just go ahead and tell you, X-Men 2 still is the best X-Men movie. Follow, follow by probably Logan, and then um, I'm gonna get this just off the top of my head. Logan, and then uh, X Men First Class. I thought Matthew Vaughn did an extremely well job. I like First Class. I like First Class, but I think I like Days of Future Past better. But X Two, man, it's such a good movie. I remember when we previewed that at the theater, we were all losing our minds during that one. It, it's still my Prime. favorite one of the bunch, too. 
Brian Cox is so good at that as William yeah. Shocker. And of course, now there's the new, you know, there's that new mutants movie that may or may not come out at some point or another. Um, so technically, that's now the Marvel last has one. their hands back on, on X Men. I mean, it's going to be amazing what they do. But um, it's just Fox has done such a crap job with some of the best storylines in, in X Men. You know. Well, okay, you had X Men, which was okay, not as good now as what it was. X Two. I still think holds up. I liked it a lot. Still do like it to this day. When you see Wolverine pop his claws and actually uh, put him through that dude in the mansion the first time when he jumps off the balcony, you know, Colossus. Yes. Nightcrawler at the very beginning in the White House. That was Mm -hmm. amazing. Yep. Then you had The Last Stand, which is the worst. What man. The worst. What a bad um, put such a bad so, thing out. This is the thing, like this is always what made me mad. Why has Jean Grey got a dress like she like well when she becomes Dark Phoenix, it looks like she dresses some cheap ass Kmart or something. And, like it just what, terrible. I've never understood what what made you think that Brett Ratner could make that movie. You know? Oh no. I don't think I, anybody did. I mean when you're the, you know, the, the only out. thing the only thing good about that was I liked Halle Berry's uh, Storm, the way she looked at it. <laughs> that was about it. Yeah. I remember. I haven't watched, I, I, you know, I watched it at the theater, and I don't think I've ever watched it again since. I don't think I ever would, I could ever watch it again. Um, and what amazes me is you come off X2, and you do, then you have that pile of crap that's X-Men The Last Stand, and then you think you learned your lesson, and then you make Wolverine Origins, or I mean X-Men Origins Wolverine, which is... <laughs> You know, you could you could you could do no worse than those two movies to follow up. In my opinion, one of the best comic book movies um, made. I really do think I still think it's that good. I mean, yeah, if you put X two up against the Marvel stuff, I mean, yeah, it's hard to it's. It's hard to put it, rank it way up there, but like in in my heart, that's almost a perfect X Men movie. It's what I wanted to see. You know what I'm saying? But then you get those two turds. They are absolute garbage, both of them. And I don't understand how anybody can defend either one. I really don't. So, um, well, I mean. Uh... X-Men 2, though, I mean, they set up Phoenix. You know, that's what I was crazy about. And yeah. then I was going to look, you know, above the fact that it was, you know, they weren't in space, like how Phoenix was created. Because I know you just can't directly take something from the comic books and expect mainstream audiences to, you know, fall in love with it. It happens, you know. Um, so I understand that people have to take liberties and when they write, you know, when they start adapting things from comic books. Um, it's just... They just messed up Phoenix. How do you mess that up? Like, you know how bad ass you could make that look if you actually had her in her Phoenix Raptor. Now, did did they do that in the new uh, Dark Phoenix movie? Did she have her Phoenix Raptor and stuff like that flying around, or was it nothing she, like that at all? There's some Phoenix effects happening in there. Um, it's not nearly as bad as these two movies. At least to me, it wasn't. Um, I I don't think I, the the more I thought about. Dark Phoenix. After I watched it, um, it wasn't 
nearly as bad to me as what people you know reviewers and blah 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 said but i mean it's not it's not great don't get me wrong i'm not going to defend it i don't think it's uh anything amazing or anything like that but like i thought that the first uh 30 minutes or so the setup for her dark phoenix stuff was really good but then after that it kind of uh kind of goes off the rails kind of like this you know i mean you and i know the dark phoenix story which makes it hard to watch movies like this and when they completely flip the story you know what i'm saying but um yeah uh, it's it. I don't. I think it. I don't think it's as bad as what everybody said it was. But I also will not. It, it's another thing. It's another movie that I will not go out of my way to watch again. You know what I'm saying? If somebody was to say, "Hey, you want to sit down and watch this with me?" I'll sit down and watch it. Whereas with Last Stand and Wolverine Origins, I will. I'll just say no. I'll just go sit in the corner or something. Whatever. I did think I did think they messed up on the casting of Storm. I always thought Angela Bassett should have been Storm. I think I she think, made a perfect Storm. Yeah, but I think Halle Berry really um, yeah. coming to her own a little bit more. Um, was it Days of Future Past? She was in that one too. But yeah, um, but I, I agree. I mean, and I think that was always a rumor. If I remember right, when well, you take back to that, that you know she was going to be the one that Angela Bassett was going to be the one that was supposed to have been stored, and they would Halle Berry. So it would have been neat to see her, but but on the plus side, we got her in Black Panther. You know, so right. But uh, I always thought the storm in the cartoon was so funny. By the way, and, and this is a random thought, but you remember how like over dramatic she was? Yeah. Wind. Come yes. to me, mother goddess, children of heart. Lightning, come to me. No, I've got that. Uh, all right, anyways, that's all right. I've got the X Men cartoon theme song stuck in my head now. <laughs> no. But uh, so we come off that, and, and if you had asked me after Wolverine Origins, I would have told you that the X Men franchise is done. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think we'd see another one. And you killed Cyclops off, and you killed Professor Xavier off. You killed everybody, you know, more or less. I mean, you know, but I thought we were done, and then the best thing happened, and that was, like you said, Matthew Vaughn coming in X Men First Class. Um, it's not a perfect movie, but man, it was so much better than the the previous two movies. And uh, I haven't watched it in a long time, yet, but uh. The one thing I do remember is I they've never been able to get the Beast character right, look wise. No. You know what I'm saying? No. It just never, no. never had Kelsey looked Grammar. right. Get out of here. <laughs> well, you know it get was uh, Frazier. It was what was Brandon Nicholas? Isn't that his name or Nicholas Holt? I can't remember. The same. It's the uh, he he was in uh, Mad Max Fury Road uh, as one of the War Boys as the War Boy uh, that was with. Max and all of them, but they've just never been able to get the Beast character right. Um, I would have went CGI Why with it. Nightcrawler again though kills me. He's right? in no, he's in Dark Phoenix. Oh, it's good that he's in Dark Phoenix, but I mean after X Men Two and then not appearing in X Men Three, it was just a very big disappointment. He's um and um, he, the nice thing is is they call back to 
Alan Cummings uh, Nightcrawler. He's taller than the not Alan Cummings is in this one in Dark Phoenix. But you remember all the uh, designs and stuff on his uh, on his skin, you know, where they had put mm-hmm. the little symbol. All that was there. So you know, nice little callback. But uh, man, what's the last time? Man? So what do you think about First Class? You like it a lot, don't you? I loved it. I liked the feel yeah. of it. The 1960s. I need to watch it again. When the X Men came out, I yeah, it was cool. I mean, they added a bunch of other stuff to it, like the Hellfire Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, having Kevin Bacon though as uh, Sebastian uh, Shaw. Wait, was he Sebastian Shaw? Or no, no, he was. He was. Uh, he, was uh, he wasn't Mister Senate. No, Jason Wingard maybe. No, it wasn't Mister Sinister, was it? No, Essex. What, what was it? What's Mister Sinister's uh, actual name? Nathaniel Essex, right? Right. Uh, uh, hold on. Keep talking it all. I'm looking it up too. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, What's he plays Sebastian Shaw. Okay, it was Shaw. Okay, I couldn't remember. It's been a long time I mean, since I watched it. So, uh, but that but yeah, that's good. But no, I've never even watched Apocalypse. I haven't even wasted my time on Dark Phoenix. I've just been so uh, just why well, waste my time on a franchise? I mean, I like the fact that they were able to kind of get rid of X Men Three off the yeah. new, uh, yeah, what happens in uh, Days of Future Days of Future Past. Past. Yeah, it was it was the and, smart thing to do. <laughs> and, and they'll have to do it again. This is the thing. I don't want another origin story movie. I mean, bring them into the Marvel Universe any which way you can. I hope they they'll do. be able to do that. If they I do hope they do like they did with Spider-Man. I hope they do like they did with Spider-Man and just, he's there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they're just there. We just never touched on that corner of the MCU. So. Well, we just have it where mutants are just showing up, you know, whatever. I mean, what that's what I'm that? saying. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's just, you know, not a big to do about, you know, X Men. Well, we got faith. There's a reason why they don't. That's the reason why they don't come to me to write anything. So they should I know how to do it. So they should. I we could get together. It. We could get together, and we could at least give them the ideas, and then, you know, they can make the actual script because I'm not going to write that. But it is interesting, uh, by the way, how I've just now realized reading Marvel comics, how they have retconned Scarlet Witch and uh-huh. Quicksilver as not even being mutants mm-hmm. anymore. And nor are they the children of Magneto. See, they retconned that stuff. And, you know, now they have the right to them again. And so are they going to re retcon their retcon? <laughs> Well, this is something that you didn't read in the uh, the X Men. All right, well, then we won't go any further. Okay. okay. Well, no, okay. this is not a big spoiler. They, they refer to her as the Pretender, the Scarlet Witch. She's, yeah, she's mentioned, and that's I mean that's again them retconning her and just referring yeah. to her as a human. So just a human with some weird powers, whatever. So we won't even talk about Marvel comics retconning characters because of the movies, because I still get mad about the whole Nick Fury thing. So. I'm anyway. forget about Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Uh, yep. Had the uh, organic shooters coming out of his wrist. Yep, and they went with that for a while. Yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, I hope they can do something. I mean, obviously, the best thing that came out of the uh, X-Men movies was Hugh Jackman and his portrayal as Wolverine. Logan was last time, a good movie. When was the last time you watched Such The Wolverine? I haven't watched it in a uh, long time. I liked yeah. it. I love anytime Wolverine in Japan. 
Yeah, I always love that. That the that story with um, Silver Samurai and Yukio, wasn't that her name? Yeah. Um, that was the first X Men comic I owned. Was uh, set during that. Um, when he was a magic four and all that stuff. Yeah, um, I can't remember the numbers now. I I went out and it was always one because you know when you're a kid you don't treat your stuff worth a flip or I didn't. Yeah. And so, you know, that comic didn't survive. And that was one of the ones I always went out and tried to find to add to my collection, which eventually I did. But uh, so I, I always liked the Wolverine. I need to, again, I, some of these I haven't watched in a long time and I need to go back. Um, so, yeah, but Jackman, I mean, was there ever better casting for a character? I mean, yeah, you can say Robert Downey Jr. Even though he doesn't fit the. Right, short, stocky, short, yeah. Stocky. But I mean, he the demeanor, he, he hits it out of the park. The, yeah. the demeanor, perfect. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's people that nitpick about that, but for me, I mean, he's Wolverine. It'll be hard. To, it'll be hard to see whoever they cast in that um, role in the MCU. So X Men are making a comeback. I mean. Their comics have been kind of stale. I mean, you know, they pretty much. I mean, X Men used to be the creme de la creme in the nineties and two thousands. Uh, before that, when you think about it, the eighties. I mean, well, like we were talking about the whole, you know, starting with the Claremont when he come on, and they did giant size X Men, which introduced all the new X Men. You know, Wolverine, Warpath, Banshee, and all the Colossus. And all the others, you know, from then on, X-Men become Marvel Comics cash cow. That's where everything was. When you think about it, in the 80s and 90s, everything revolved around X-Men, all your events and stuff. And Avengers and Iron Man and stuff were your second, your B team, you know, B, C, D team. So Wolverine literally appeared in every comic book. mm -hmm. Literally every comic book. I bet if I went back and pulled out my comic books and went through some of those late 80s, early 90s, there's a 95% chance that Wolverine was in there. It was in each issue of whatever was going or maybe, on. Or maybe Venom. Venom even. Yeah. yeah. Venom was Venom, popular. Venom was right there. Um, I can't think of two other ones that really took over like that. But Wolverine, I mean, he was in everything. All the time, so yeah. uh, I guess you could say that about Deadpool now. You know, looking ahead here, I mean, we had Days of Future Past after the Wolverine, which um, I liked that movie. I thought it was really good. It was a fun little flick. Um, I think I liked the stuff set in the past more than that the whole future thing. Although yeah. it was nice to see Xavier and Magneto, uh, you know, Sir Ian McKellen and uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Wasn't that the last? Let's see. That's the last time. That's the last one they were. Well, the last one they were in together, because of course Patrick Stewart's and Logan. But that's the last time they appeared as those characters. I was kind of bugged by Sir Ian McKellen becoming Magneto. I wish they went with more, because you know Magneto in the comics he's he's old. I mean he survived. Right. You know, the well, you know, camps in World War II, but then he was de-aged. Yes, that's about to say. Baby, and then aged into. He went back. He went. Wasn't that he was in space or some nonsense? An alien. Uh, I used to know this stuff like back in my head, but yeah. 
but he come back and that's why, you know, Fastbender took that role and made it his own. He's, he's, he's I always thought Rutger Howard would have been a good Magneto. I could see that, yes. I don't think we ever talked about that, but that would be a, uh, yeah, for that, for you're talking about the original X-Men movies and stuff. And I really can't see anyone else being Professor Xavier besides Patrick Stewart. It's hard to, isn't it? Although I think McAvoy, I didn't like him as much in Apocalypse, but um, uh, I liked his Xavier a little bit more in Dark Phoenix. But uh, uh, yeah, it's hard to see anybody else other than Patrick Stewart doing that role. So, then we roll into Deadpool, which is its own world. Um, I, I like been, Deadpool, I do, but the character itself, like in the comics, I could have cared less for. Because, you know, never, he was the Merc with a mouth, but he was very serious as well. You know, I've never, first I've never been a fan of, fan of Deadpool. Um, but I like these movies. I, I, I did not like the first Deadpool. When it come out, it just... It, and that may have been just from my dislike of it in the comic books because I think he's an annoying character. But um, I've watched that movie more than once, and it's grown on me quite a bit. I've got the first, I pulled out my first appearance of Deadpool the other day. Oh, New Mutants? Yeah, New Mutants 80. Uh, I think 87 was the first appearance of Cable, and uh, Deadpool's was like 89 or something like that. I can't remember for sure. Um, but um, that movie was way better than I thought it was going to be. And, you know, um, you got to give the uh, all the credit to Ryan Reynolds on that because he took that character and made it his own. Oh, yeah, he knocked it out of the park. I think he did a great job as Deadpool. Let's see. But Deadpool, when he came in as a combo character, was completely different yeah, than he is now. Yeah, it's breaking yeah. the fourth wall and all that stuff. They've, they, they've changed the they retconned him around so much and changed that it's a completely different character when you go back and look. Of course, that was Rob. Oh, yeah, having Rob Liefeld draw him, though. Yeah. And can't draw uh, New Mutants 98 was his first appearance. I yeah. should have known that. And, yeah, New Mutants 87 was um, Cable's first appearance. So, and that was all right in the middle of that Rob Liefeld run with uh, him and Fabian Nienza. I think that's how you say his name. I probably just butchered that. But, I can never pronounce his name. Yeah. Uh, I always say you know, or something. That's a, that's a comic book writer that does not get the respect I think he deserves. Uh, I like, I like, some of his stuff I didn't like, but some of his stuff was pretty good. Um, I think once uh, Liefeld got out of there and Nienza took over X-Force on his own, I liked it a lot more. Um, but anyway. Wasn't he the reason why Wolverine's Animanium got pulled out in X-Men 25? Uh, that was... Right. So uh, Scott Lovell or... Yeah, that, that Scott... Well, it was... They were both... He was writing Uncanny. They were both writing at the time. And uh, was it Onslaught? Or was it just... Magneto that did that. Oh, Magneto did it. And then Professor Xavier wiped his mind. And then that's how Onslaught was created. Which I did love the reveal of that. Then we gotta talk about comics another time. We're gonna Yeah, we're we're, we're uh, we just keep 
See, that's the problem when you try to talk about a comic book movie. You just start talking about all the comic books. But uh, let's see. Then we had Apocalypse, which he's not seen. I did not care for it either. Um, I just didn't think it was that good. Pretty big disappointment coming off of uh, Days of Future Past because that was a good movie. And then comes Logan, which, man, that is a good movie. Yeah. Really Gosh. Good. And Patrick Stewart, his performance, like Hugh Jackman, you know, he's on. I mean, you know what you're getting. But, man, Patrick Stewart was so good in that. Gosh. Uh, and the violence. That's, you know, that's the Wolverine you've waited since, well, for 17 years. Because that came out in 2017. And then, you know, X-Men was 2000. And you've waited for that for 17 years. And to finally get it was amazing. Still, I need to watch that again. I haven't watched it in a long time. That's a good movie. I think that's all that really needs to be said about that one. Don't you? I mean, I don't think there's anything bad I can say about that movie. I mean, again, I haven't watched it in a long time. But, like, I just remember watching it at the air just the entire time. One of those where you're gripping your seat, you know, on the edge of your seat because you're so excited. Uh, that. Man, that's good. Uh, let's see. From there, we went into Deadpool 2, which is absolutely over the top. Even more ridiculous than the first one. I, I like Deadpool 2 way more than I like Deadpool. At least they got uh, Juggernaut right. Yeah. And uh, what was his name? The Vanisher? Was that the one that Brad Pitt played that got caught in the power line? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I liked uh, Swiss Beats as uh, Domino. Isn't that her name? Am I thinking right? Swiss Beats? No, that's not Swiss Beats. No, Swiss Beats is a. I'm losing the. Uh, <laughs> he's like a Swiss a Beats. Producer. What is wrong with me? <laughs> Swiss Beats is a producer. Yeah, I think she played a really good Domino. I think that makes me feel good about like Launch. Yeah, great job, Swiss Beats. He's a he's a producer. Produces music. So. <laughs> What's her name? Seriously. Go take a nap, dude. Oh, my goodness. Help me. Find her. I'm, What's her name? I'm trying to find it. I can't find it. Either. Here we go. I got it right here. Oh, man, I'm stupid. I'm so stupid sometimes. You mean Zazie Beats? Hey, I was close. I was close. <laughs> so there we go. But I, I liked her Deadpool. Or I mean Deadpool. I liked her uh, Domino. I thought it was good. Uh, that's a good movie, way better than I thought it was gonna be. And you know that that's whole what Marvel needs to do though with the movies with the X Men though, they need to get weird. There was a lot of weird stuff yeah. when it came yeah. to we the X Men, like listen, Space Adventures, Mojo We need to go to the Shar uh, Homeworld. We Shire, need to go yeah. Mojoverse. We need to go to the Savage Land. Uh, we need to get out there. They need to just really, you know, what they need to do. They need to just adapt the Grant Morrison comic run. And there you go. That's money. God, man, that'd weird everybody out, though. That's all right. Uh, it was good. How good would that be? Think about it. Oh, man. But there we go in the comics again. Let's just let's move on. Close it out. Dark Phoenix, uh, like I said, uh, it's not great. It's not the worst by far. Uh, it, it may be the third worst one. I don't know. Uh, let me look just real quick. Yeah, I'd say I'd put it down there. No, it's fourth. I think Apocalypse is worse than Dark Phoenix. I think my bottom bottom would be Last Stand, Origin. God, how can a company like Apocalypse crap on such good Dark stories yeah. from the X Men? I mean, X Men got so many good storylines. 
Yeah. We, we, we were pretty much seeing the Avengers best storyline, in my yeah. opinion. I, I feel like it was. You know what it reminds me of? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, Batman, the 89 Batman. So yeah. you had you had Tim Burton who did Batman and Batman Returns. Great movie. Then you bring in Joel Schumacher. Everything goes neon and like just crazy. You sell those McDonald's cups. And that's what you see with the last two X-Men, uh, Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix, which is weird when you think about it because, you know, Brian Singer, he wasn't involved with Dark Phoenix, or maybe he was a little bit, but, you know, um, he did X-Men 1 and 2, which... Well, I, won't, I want Brian Singer to stay far away from X-Men because he's a bag of yeah, crap. That's yeah, I know. That's what I was getting at. I mean, yes, he's a a piece of crap, that's all I'm going to say. But yeah. when, you, when you look at that and then how far downhill they went from there, so... I don't know. I think I think I'm excited to see what um, Marvel does with these characters now. So I have no idea what how they'll integrate them. Who will be I the one? I just think it sucks that there's no way we're going to see like a Phoenix saga like that, you, you know, but, ever in the movies because it's you know, been done I, twice. I hope they do, and I hope they do it right. If there was any way I'd be on board with it, would be if they did it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'd like to see, and then we'll finish this up. I would like to see a good Cyclops. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, we've never seen in the movies, in my opinion, a good Cyclops. I didn't think James Marsden was that great as Cyclops. He wasn't terrible. I don't think any of them have been terrible, but they've never gotten the character right to me. Listen, all I want in my movie, my extra movie, is to have Gambit and Rogue being very flirtatious because that stuff worked, man. I love yep. it in the comics. It just worked. Yep. The attraction they have with each other and stuff like that. that you you want, get Gambit, give me a good Rogue. You know what I want to see? We can go on. I want to see um, the the mansion, and I want to see the back of the mansion, and I want to see them playing baseball and having a good time. <laughs> like Do you remember, you remember some of them yeah. issues where they were just – it was just playing hanging baseball out. and hanging out and having a good time. I want to see fastball specials from Colossus and Wolverine. Um, I want to see the Hellfire Club done right. I, I would love to see the Reavers, Donald Pierce and the Reavers. I mean, there's just so much. We, can, we If we don't stop, we'll continue talking about it all night. <laughs> so there you go. That's our little retrospective on X-Men. As a whole, the Fox X Men. There was some hit. There was, if as they say, it was the highest of highs at times and the lowest of lows. Uh, with man, we got low. We got low. Uh, the X Men last. I didn't think they'd ever come back from Last Stand in Origins or Wolverine Origins. I really didn't. And you know, the crazy thing is, we're never gonna stop talking about this. By the way, but Wolverine Origins. You know, that X Men Origins Wolverine was yeah, supposed to be that. was supposed to be the start of like a whole series of origin movies. Right. Thank God that didn't happen. Magneto yeah, and... thank God that didn't happen. <laughs> if they were anything nearly as bad as those, gosh. Ugh. So, there we go, Clay. Anything else you want to say about that? Nah, man, I'm good. All right, people. I mean, there we're, we're, go. we're going to have to sit there and just talk and tell people the history of the X-Men for those that listen that don't really know much about the history of the comics because we rate, can really condense it down and... 
at this rate, Clay, by the time by the time this pod this we stop if we ever stop doing this podcast, these people will know the X Men better than they know their own family because exactly. we talk about them so much. <laughs> you and think, and who's your favorite X Men character? I meant to ask you that. If you'd asked me, it was always Wolverine back in the day. I mean, even with the over um, oversaturation of the character, uh, Wolverine was always my favorite. Um, but I always liked Shadowcat, Kitty Pride, a lot too. When she was in the Shadowcat character, uh, was always a favorite of mine. Um, mine, mine were ahead. Jean Grey. I always love Jean Grey. Jean Grey is the best. I love. I love. I went to that Nashville comic book convention, and I got pictures with three different girls wearing three different versions of the Marvel Girl outfit. Well, excuse me. One was dressed as Marvel Girl from the 1960s, mm-hmm. and then one was dressed as Jean Grey in the Green Phoenix uniform, and then one was dressed as Dark Phoenix, of course, in the yep. red uniform. And it was but, just so well done. I was like, wow, I'm in heaven here. And I then think, my second favorite is Psylocke. I love Betsy Braddock. Yeah. Love her. Always loved her. Just God. Now she's no longer in a Japanese body. She's back in her you know, so, yeah. body. Whatever. See, I can't keep up with any of that. See, somebody but, hear uh, this right now. Like, what? I'm sorry, what? Um, she's in a Japanese body? Yeah. Don't worry, people. We'll, we'll get to, we'll go down that road one of these days because that was crazy. What? Um, but I think for me, when you look back over all the different X-Men and X-Men teams, and just growing up in the 80s and early 90s, I think my favorite team, though, of X-Men was Cyclops, not Crawler, Colossus, Wolverine, and Jean, Marvel Girl, that whole era, that, that, late, that late 80s, Storm was in there, too. You know, that late 80s, early 90s run. Yeah. Before they split them into the blue and gold team. Yeah, before all that, um, you know, you had the mutant. You had we talked about Inferno. You had mutant massacre. Um, man, Sabretooth. I'll never. I can't. I'm not even gonna start because if I start talking about that Sabretooth and how Kitty Pride was stuck in her face form and gosh. Dude, Pete, we gotta save this for another time, man. <laughs> I know we're going long, but I will say this: if you want to read X Men. You need to go back and you need to start with Chris Claremont and his giant size X-Men and just read from there. And you'll have, there's some of the most amazing stories that you can get. Uh, I agree. I mean, it's just so good. But now we're done with X-Men. Till next week. (laughs) Then we'll we'll just start back up. We may just rename it the X-Men podcast at this point. Although, if we do go with what we were talking about, which I won't say out loud, for next week, it should be pretty interesting too, Clay. You know, <laughs> or, or well, next we could always do like a small version of the podcast. You know, like a little thirty-minute episode. I've been and playing. Then... I've been running with in my head of doing some little bonus episodes. You know, if anybody would like to hear something like that, you can. Can uh, I curse on those episodes know. at least? For the love of God. <sighs> well, so it de- maybe it depends on the episode. So. You know, I can always put an explicit on there, but I, I don't like to. We've talked about it just because I know my daughter likes to listen. Even though she has no idea what's going on, she likes to sit and listen to us. She's like, I want to listen to you and Uncle Clay talk. So, you know, 
Instead, instead well, she listens. Unless she listens to us talk about Alan Tudyk all the time, so you know, and she's like, "Daddy, who's Alan? Daddy, what's a Tudyk? Daddy, what's who's Alan Tudyk? Um, honey, never say that well, again. Don't ever listen to in a man's life where he follows Alan Tudyk and loves his career and, and never, never, never listen to your uncle Clay again when he talks about <laughs> Alan Tudyk. When you hear that, just don't. Anyway, okay. We're way off course this week. Your Uncle Clay is in prison now for robbing the Himbos Five. (laughs) There it is. We had talked about Himbos a while. Okay, let's get back on here, Clay, because we're running over, and we've got to play some Gears Five. Yeah. So let's get into it. Clay, guess what? We have emails this week. Emails. Emails. It wasn't my best friend, Glenn. not, Not an email. We have two emails this week. How exciting is that? I, for one, am excited. Yeah, and yes, one of them is from our email man, Glenn. We can always count on him to come through. So now, when we don't have emails, we have two emails from Glenn that we can read instead of just the same one, which is nice. Uh, Okay, here we go. This is from Glenn. Clearly, reading email from me should be a tradition on the podcast. You're right, Glenn. I think we're going to make it one. Uh, Greetings from a geek in the desert. If a D&D group started, gets started, I want to participate, whether it be by FaceTime, Internet, or some other sufficiently advanced magical technology. I've been loving the show, and I left you a five-star review on Stitcher. Thank you. Lastly, to offer one more defense of Babylon 5, as I feel a certain responsibility is one of, one of the very first American shows to take story arc seriously, which has led in many ways to the multitude of shows we have today. Um, I agree with that. I have not got to get back and watch very much Babylon 5, but I, um, like I said before, I dig what I've seen, and I, I see what he's saying about you know story at the time. You didn't see a lot of overarching stories like that. He gets better, like he says. He's right. Glenn I really correct. want to get back to it. Um, I've got so much stuff I'm trying to watch at one time. But, uh, okay, so this D&D thing, uh, I'm all about it. Uh, Clay, would you be interested in something like that? You know, we could probably set it up. We're well, FaceTime him. I've got my iPad. We could literally just put an iPad in a chair and have his face on there. <laughs> there's FaceTime, and um, there's this um, app you can get on an iPad, but you can use it on on your uh, PC, too. It's called Roll20. Um, me and uh, Jonathan Johnson have been, and a couple others have been kind of toying with it. And seeing what it's like. Uh, well, if so, Jonathan's in, then I'm in. Because anytime you get to hang out with Jonathan Johnson, it's always a good time. So listen, uh, people, if you want to get a D&D group together, um, let us know. And I will talk to some of the um, other people. I personally, like I said, have not played D&D and have always wanted to. And I think that this group would be great to play D&D or a D&D top game. Uh, so Ooh, then we could probably do a little like a, a podcast with everybody that played and just kind of talk about how everything went. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, exactly. just trying to generate ideas. No, no, I'm with you. That would be great. I was thinking it would be fun to live stream us playing D&D. Um, something like that. You know what I mean? Uh Holy, but, are we going to try to raise money like uh, for your uh, game thing last year? Uh, yes, I will give you details on that. 
we're we are doing that again. Um, Jonathan, I meant to ask him about the last time I talked to him, and I did not get to. But yes, we will be doing something with extra hey, life. So I would love it if we could get a bunch of the people that played Halo with us from the theater days and set up and do old school Halo LAN. I'm talking like because the Master Chief Collection is free now because it's on the uh, I, on the game pass. I have the ability to do that, where we could do that in the same room. Um, I will go into details with you on that too, but I have thought about that a lot. Um, oh, I Blaine type parties. But yeah, Can we we're get going, a hold of Brett Batman though. Uh, maybe, but uh, we are going to do something with extra life. Uh, Jonathan had talked about about it a little bit with me. So um, we'll see. We'll we'll let everybody know because I had a great time doing that last year. I was so tired by the end of it. But like I said, <laughs> okay, here we go. So I told Clay, but I did Extra Life last year, which is a 24-hour gaming for charity thing. I drove to Chattanooga and played board games with uh, our mutual friend Jonathan all day, me and Brandon did, and drove home and then continued playing video games at night and streamed them on Mixer through Xbox. Well, I, and this is right after Forza 4 came out. And so I was playing Forza 4 at 4 in the morning or something like that, 3 or 4 in the morning, and I fell asleep while driving down the road. I just happened to wake up, and my car was still driving into a waterfall. And I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the fun of it. But anyway, right. but anyways, so there's that one. Yes, Glenn, thank you. Keep sending those emails in. But we have one more oh, from a person named Joshua A. Powell. I don't know this dude, but... J.T. Money. Yeah, we'll or see. Money. We'll see. We'll see if he's got the chops to uh, be included on our emails after this. So, Josh writes in and says, since this is Friday... This, uh, I can't talk now because we've gone forever. Since this Friday is the 13th, I was wondering if you could touch on a, on that movie franchise. What's your favorite from the series, and what's the most ridiculous or dumb one? Uh, so the most ridiculous but, or dumb is Jason X. <laughs> yes, I, I, we all agree on that one. It is the, I, and you know that says a lot when you don't say that Jason takes Manhattan is the dumbest one of the bunch. But uh, Jason X is stupid. Although I think I like the second one. I think that has always been my favorite. I, you know what? I need to the second one. The, the first one, of course, is all subterfuge because it ends up being his mom. The right. second one is where he has the bag on his head. The third one is when he gets his hockey mask. It was pretty good. It was in 3D. Uh, the fourth one is the one with Corey Feldman in it. I think it's my favorite one, the final chapter. Mm-hmm. And then the fifth one is A New Beginning, and that's the one with the fake Jason in it. Um, it was kind of weird. I never, I didn't get into it. The the sixth one is uh, Jason Lives, and that's the one where they resurrect the original Jason. Uh, and then uh, the seventh one is uh, the New Blood, or the uh, yeah, the New Blood. And that's the one where the chick has the telekinetic telekinetic powers. I can't talk powers, and her and Jason have a big fight on a boat dock, and. She changed him up at the end of it underwater, I think, if I remember right. It's been a long time. I used to love that one. I always thought it was fun. And then, of course, eight is Jason Takes Manhattan. And let's see. Did they did they say that um, 
Jason goes to hell would be considered nine. Have you got that in front of you, Clay? Because I can't remember. Uh, I think it. I mean, I think it is considered nine. Let's see. Uh, yeah, it's considered Jason. That's what I thought. I thought it. That's how they were going to roll with it. Ninth one. Uh, Jason goes to hell the final Friday, and then you got Jason X, and then Freddy versus Jason, and then there was the Friday the Thirteenth make uh, remake. Uh, Jason X is dumb. Uh, didn't we watch that at the theater together, Clay? I think we yes, previewed it. That was fair do, you remember, do you remember that part where, uh, like, the whole he's movie in terrible. Simulation. He's in the simulation in the in the campground, and like, doesn't the dude like the camera is looking one way and it pans around, and you just see Jason like with that sleeping bag with the chicken in the sleeping bag just yeah. hitting it against the side of the tree. Probably the best part in that whole movie. The rest of it terrible. Uh, but yeah, I think good, that was a good question, though. I think my favorite is the fourth one. I've always liked that the fourth one quite a bit, and I I, oh, I forgot Crispin Glover's in that one too. By the way, yeah, I've so, always been more of a fan of Halloween series. That's always been my forte. Yeah, we might uh, touch on those a little bit with Halloween coming up. Um, I'm thinking maybe do some uh, Halloween type movies, and which by the Can way, people send in their um, best Doctor Loomis impersonation. Yeah, oh, Michael, you, you killed again, Michael. I want to say GT, but I remember I can't say cuss words. It's all right. I had planned on watching uh, It Chapter 2 last night, and I did not get to. So, uh, no, man, that's good. Uh, that The first one is excellent. Um, I'm always, I've am i always loved the miniseries, but um, I loved uh, the first the It Chapter 1, and I'm really looking forward to It Chapter 2. So I'll probably have my thoughts on it here uh, next week, I hope. I'm going to try to watch it tomorrow night, actually, because I'm dying to. So, but anyway, I think we're going to try to touch on some uh, some Halloween-type movies, scary movie-type of thing. We might do some, like, Halloween retrospective. I did, I have not seen the new Halloween, actually. The one, you know, Danny McBride did. Yeah, it's on HBO. Yeah, I need to watch it. I need to watch it and hear good things about it. So, anyway, that's it for emails this week, folks. Um, thank you, Josh and Glenn, for both sending in emails. Again, if you want to send us an email, it is rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Send those emails in. Like I always say, it does not have to be about the episodes. It can be about whatever you want to ask us. Um, obviously, if you ask us about the X-Men, we got you covered. Uh, so that's it, Clay. I mean, all we got left is our recommendations for this week. What do you got? I don't really have anything to recommend, um, to be honest. Um, I mean, I guess I could recommend uh, playing Borderlands 3 that comes out Friday. I'm looking forward to it. So I definitely will recommend it just because it's mindless fun. It's, I mean, I, I think it's better when you play with friends, of course. But, uh, Is that four players? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Plus, thank so, you. Uh, yeah. And I'm still recommending Succession. It's in the middle of the second season, and it's so, so, so good. Please watch it and let's talk about it. Well, I'll let it slide this week, but next week I I expect you to come back with a true recommendation. I got you. I got you. Uh, but I'll sorry, let it slide. Papa. Uh, I'm so sorry, Papa. Mine this week and Clay, um, you'll like this one, I think. Um, we've been talking about D and D, and I bought the uh, Walmart had a sale, and you could get the player's handbook, the monster manual, and the dungeon master's guide for uh, like next to nothing 
it was ridiculous. And so I picked it up and I sat down and I started making a character. And that's not my recommendation. It leads to what my recommendation is, which is the uh, Icewind Dale trilogy, which is set in the Forgotten Realms uh, of D&D. And this is the first appearance of uh, the one and only Drizzt Doerden. Drizzt Doerden of Mesoman. I love this series. I love this series, and it brings back memories. When I, it brought back a lot of memories when I pulled out that um, book because it's all three. You remember it. I brought it to the theater, and we passed. I think every one of us in the theater read that, except maybe Josh. I don't know if Josh ever read it, but that book got passed around to everybody. Five dollars, uh, Jason, if you can pronounce his Panther friend, if you can pronounce the name correctly, Guinevar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's, that's mine for this week because it brought back a lot of memories. And if you've never read uh, any D&D books, um, you you need to check it out. I think you'll like it. Uh, R.A. Salvatore is the uh, writer, and it just goes on. There's uh, so many. I I stopped reading them after so long. Uh, uh, you know, life happened. But, man, it's so nice to go back and, and visit those again. Yeah, it's good. But that's mine for the week. Cool. All right. Well, that's it, folks. Um, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there. Please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, again, Glenn, thanks for that Stitcher review. Uh, we can use all the reviews on Apple Podcasts you can give us, too, because it really uh, helps get us noticed on there. Uh, if you haven't joined the Facebook page yet, uh, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere and join us over there. We've been having a lot of good discussions. Uh, I slacked this week and did not get no polls up, but um, I can't remember who put it up. It might have been Glenn. It might have been Isaac. Uh, they put up a good one on Joss Whedon shows. Uh, Clay, what's your favorite Joss Whedon show real quick? Oh, it's got to be Firefly. You know, Firefly. Mine's Buffy, but uh, Firefly's a close second. Uh, I always love Buffy. Uh, anyway... You can find us on Twitter uh, at From Ramblings, uh, trying our best to keep up with it, but I'm not doing that good. And on Instagram at RFN underscore podcast. Again, don't forget to send us those emails at RFN.podcast1 at gmail.com. Clay, tell everybody where they can find you at. Uh, I'm not on Facebook, but I am on the Twitter at SweetJJ1, the number one S. Awesome. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jason76Z. And with that, I'm Jason Hull. He's Clay Dodson. And we are out. Exit stage left, even. Yeah. Hmm.